0: Today is Tuesday, it's the 19th of February,
1: 2019.
0: So today is the 19th, tomorrow 20th, 21st, 22nd, so there are three more days. Uh, to practice before the, before the retreat ends. Time goes very fast, doesn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in the second retreat, we have now 12 days of practice. And uh, for most meditators, metta, quality of metta has become quite good. So we have to practice it, we have to cultivate it. Only then will the metta become good, only then will it become strong. So metta is something that is able to remove dosa. Metta, loving kindness, is a mental state, a state of the heart that is able to remove dosa all forms of anger, ill-will, hatred. And Metta is not only able to remove dosa, but it is also able to remove other forms of defilements, kilesas. Also, including the Nivaranas, the hindrances. But especially, or Metta is able to especially remove the dosa which dwells in our heart and mind. So when one cultivates metta, develops metta, then the def- then defilements do no longer arise. Also, dosa, all forms of dosa, do no longer arise. or else if Kilesas have arisen Kilesas um, defilements or any of the Nivaranas the hindrances or if Dosa has arisen all forms of anger aversion and so on so at such a time then when one cultivates Metta, loving kindness uh, this defilements, these Nivaranas, this Dosa, will then uh, weaken and disappear. So when through the cultivation of Metta, loving kindness, the defilements have disappeared, when dosa has disappeared, then this means that also hatred um, is no longer there, which means one has no longer persons, one hates. So, as long as there is dosa, are uh, present in the heart, in the mind as long are there persons one hates but when there is no, no more dosa in one's heart and mind that means that there are also no more persons one hates and also other defilements then have disappeared so our heart and mind can be compared to a borderline So on this borderline, like the borderline between two countries, um, in the other country there might be a group of robbers and on the other side of the borderline in this country there might be government soldiers. Hey. Hey. So, when, when the robbers or the enemy uh, wins, fighting against the soldiers, and if they win, so then they will uh, occupy the one territory. <laughs> However, if the government soldiers win, then they occupy the territory of the robbers or the enemy. So this means the the enemy, the robbers, and the government soldiers, they are fighting over the border. And likewise, in the heart and mind of Sayado, and also in the heart of mind of the meditators, there is always this uh, fight going on. On one side of the borderline are the kilesas, the defilements, and on the other side of the borderline are the is the practice of bhavana, cultivation of the heart and the mind, with for example the cultivation of metta, loving kindness. So when the kilesas the defilements are strong and overpowering the mind then the practice of metta is no longer going well and then the mind becomes distressed or disappointed or dejected yeah. However, when the Bhavana side wins, when for example the practice of metta meditation is strong, then with that the the defilements or the hindrances they are overpowered. So if we want to live a happy and peaceful life, we should always make sure that the Meta in our heart and mind is strong, that it is overpowering its opposite. So if we want to live, live a happy and peaceful life, we have to make room in the heart and mind for metta, loving-kindness. We should not give any room to the defilements or the hindrances. So if we give room, make room to metta in our heart and mind, then the defilements, the the hindrances have no longer room in the heart and mind, can no longer enter the mind. And so with that, one feels happy and peaceful. And uh, in that state, because uh, anger has no room in the heart and the mind. So there is also no longer a person that you're angry with or a person we hate. And in this way, the heart and the mind uh, stays happily and peacefully. (laughs) So, in order to find out whether there is still room for dosa uh, in the heart and mind, or whether there is no more space for dosa in the heart and mind, uh, to find out that, so Sayadaw then will give the instruction to cultivate metta for a person you hate or for an enemy. so if you are able to cultivate loving kindness towards a person you hate or towards an enemy or towards a difficult person then um, it means that there is no more space for dosa in the heart and mind So, to have no more dosa in one's heart and mind through the practice of metta meditation, this means that the dosa has no space in the mind at the moment, uh, that, has, that it has been removed, but it doesn't mean that it is completely uprooted from the heart and mind. So to completely uproot dosa from the heart and mind, this is only possible through the path knowledge of the third stage of enlightenment with the Anagami Maga Jnana. This can only completely uproot dosa. So when one has become an Anagami or an Arahant meaning having reached the third or the fourth stage of enlightenment, such a person uh, does no longer hate any other person or being.
1: When one
0: Starts cultivating metta for a person one hates or for an enemy. In the beginning, it might be difficult to cultivate metta, or it might even be impossible to develop loving kindness. So, when one wants to cultivate metta for a person one hates, first of all, one should cultivate metta for a person for whom it's usually easy to cultivate metta, such as a benefactor, a person one respects, or for a good friend or a dear person so one first cultivates metta for an easy person for one who is uh, for a person one is skilled to cultivate the loving kindness and then when metta has become strong and is established then one switches to this person uh, one hates or towards an enemy. And then when one is cultivating metta for the person one hates or for the enemy, if one can do it, one then continues to cultivate metta for this person in order to make it stronger. However, when the cultivation of metta for this enemy or the person one hates is not going well, if one is not able to do it, then one should switch back to the person for whom it's easy to cultivate metta, such as the respected person, benefactor, or for a good friend, dear person, and cultivate metta for that easy metta person Until it becomes strong, until it goes well, and then from there one switches back to the person one hates or to the enemy. So in this way, one should cultivate metta for the difficult person, the person one hates or an enemy. Um, Switching back and forth between an easy metta person as a benefactor or respected person or a good friend, a dear person, taking that person to deepen the metta, to strengthen it, and then take the momentum of that metta again to the difficult person, the enemy, or the person one hates. But in, when practicing in this way, when one is not able to cultivate metta for the difficult or the enemy, the person one hates, then um, one should um, change to vipassana using the vipassana inside.
1: Emotion.
0: One uh, should reflect along the line these persons, which I call a person I hate or a person I love. So, to love a person, to hate a person, these are just words, these are just concepts. <laughs> And these persons, um, they consist of phenomena that are constantly arising and passing away, arising and passing away. And so in this way, both the loved and the hated person are just phenomena arising and passing away. And with that, the concept of loved person, hated person, Is no longer valid, has no more base. So, if one is not able to cultivate metta for a difficult person, person one hates, one should reflect along these lines. One can also reflect along the lines of there is no me, no you, no man, no woman, no human beings, no animals, no uh, celestial beings. All that really exists are just nama and rupa, physical and mental phenomena. And these physical and mental phenomena, they are constantly arising and passing away. Arising and passing away. If one reflects in this way, then the hate towards that specific person or the grudge uh, towards that specific person uh, fades away, disappears. and so after that uh, one can cultivate metta for this person then the cultivation of metta goes well and related to this Sayado will tell the story of uh, a monk called uh Vimala
1: Ramsey.
0: He he was Australian and he lived in Sydney. Last year when Sayodo was teaching a retreat in the Blue Mountains. He came one day and offered lunch.
1: And um,
0: he had practiced metta meditation with Sayadaw, and he was forever grateful for Sayadaw's metta teachings. He said, he, he will never forget him and his meta teachings. <laughs> So, um, he he practiced meta meditation with Sayadaw uh, about in 2004 or five. When he came to the meditation center. Um, Sayadaw told him he should first practice Vipassana meditation. He engaged in the practice of Vipassana meditation for about one and a half months. He practiced uh, very diligently. But he said that he also wanted to practice metta meditation, and so then Sayadaw uh, gave him instructions on how to practice metta meditation. As um, said, uh, when he practiced the vipassana meditation, he practiced practiced very diligently. And also when he started to practice metta meditation, he practiced uh, diligently. And and Sayadaw instructed him to, to cultivate metta for each person or each category of person until he
1: reached the jhana.
0: So he had him cultivate metta for a benefactor or for a person he respected and had him cultivating metta until he reached uh, or attained the jhana and it took about a week or ten days. And then cultivating metta for a good friend or a dear person, again, Sayado had him practice until he attained the jhana, which again took about a week or ten days. So, after about ten days into the meta practice, Sayadaw told him to change to the dear person or a good friend.
1: <clears throat> after.
0: Practicing metta for the good friend for about two or three days. Then, in one of the interviews, he said that uh, the practice of metta meditation was very good, that it was going very well. He said that radiating, cultivating metta for this good friend, then um, he felt as if his mind merged into the body and mind of his friend. he said it felt like his his body had disappeared and that his mind was like in the, in his friend's body yeah. one's metta meditation practice is going well when it becomes strong it can happen that uh, one's body or the form of the body disappears and then it can be experienced as if one's mind has merged with the body of the other person, the other person who is the object of one's metta meditation. So then we can say that our metta metta has merged with the other person with the body of the other person. And this is ekakata, the one-pointedness, the one of the factors of jhana. What we call ekagata is one pointedness or absorption, meaning that the mind is completely absorbed into the object of one's meditation. And so, if that happens, if the mind is completely absorbed. Then we speak of jhana. So when the mind is completely absorbed in the object, then there arises joy, there arises rapture, there arises happiness. So the joy and the rapture this is called pity in Pali and the happiness or the peacefulness that is sukha. When pity Joy and rapture becomes very strong when it's quite powerful, then this can manifest in shaking of the body or in jerky movements of the body. Um, Arms or legs can jerk, can move, or even the whole body can be uplifted. So uh, you should you should understand these manifestations of pity. Because if one does not understand these manifestations, then when these experiences happen one can become afraid and frightened. So one a meditator reported a few days to Sayadaw that um, he was cultivating metta for a neutral person and that went well, but then he changed to the respected person and when he cultivated metta for the respected person, um, his body disappeared, the form of the body disappeared, but the body was moving and shaking. And as he continued to uh, cultivate the meta, um, it, it continued um, to happen, and so he became more and more frightened,
1: afraid.
0: So, if one does not understand the manifestations of Ekakata, one-pointedness, pity, rapture, and Sukha, happiness, then, yeah, or these manifestations, these experiences, uh, they can happen. So going back to Uvimala Ramsey, he was cultivating Metta for the neutral person and no, sorry, cultivating metta for the good friend, and by doing so, his body, the form of the body disappeared, and he experienced as if his mind was merging with his good friend, who was the object of his metta meditation.
1: Yeah.
0: and he continued to cultivate metta uh, in this way and after some time it was like if uh, it was as if his friend was smiling and with that he vimla ramsey was also smiling
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And as he continued to cultivate Meta, um, his friend was not only smiling but um, laughing out aloud. And with that, also, Vimala Ramsey then laughed out loudly. So at that time, one Burmese meditator um, heard him laughing, and so the Burmese meditator went to Sayedong, and reported that this foreign meditator was laughing. And then in the late afternoon, when Uvimala Ramsey came for his interview to Sayadaw, he reported that his friend his object of metta-meditation was loving and that he himself was also loving. So, then um, Sayadaw said to Uvi Vimala Ramsey, your metta meditation is good, your metta is strong, so now change to a person you hate. Um, Do you have a person you hate? And he said, yes. (laughs) So Sayedo asked him, who is the person you hate? And he said, it's my wife. So Zydar asked, you, you hate your wife? And he said, Yes, because she causes so much suffering to me. She uh, does so many things against me. And so Zydar said, Okay, now uh, cultivate metta for your wife. And next time he came for an interview to Sayadaw, he said, I cannot cultivate metta for my wife. (laughs) (laughs) He said, "Um, the metta does not reach my wife or does not go out to my wife. It just comes back to me. He said um, that he could not cultivate meta for his wife, because cultivating you know the wish that she may be healthy, happy and peaceful, he was worried that she actually would uh, become healthy <laughs> and happy, peaceful. and that he actually just wanted to that he wished her to experience a lot of suffering and that he wished that she might die quickly. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the nature of Dosa. (laughs) Um, Wanting her to experience a lot of suffering, wanting her to die quickly. And so with that impossible to cultivate metta. So then Sayado instructed him, well in this way, go back to the good friend, cultivate metta for this friend until the metta is strong. And then switched to
1: your wife.
0: So, the next day when he came for interview, he said, Sayato, now I can cultivate meta a little bit uh, for my wife. But, I need to put a lot of Effort into the practice of wishing her well, of um, sending the meta to her. So he said that he needed a lot of virya, a lot of effort to. Cultivate Metta for his wife. He said that if he did not put in a lot of effort, um, then it was not possible.
1: Metta?
0: So, only with a lot of effort was he able to cultivate the Metta. Without it, it was not possible. So Sayada then told him to continue his metta practice in this way, cultivating it for his wife. If it was not possible, then go back to the good friend, cultivate metta, make it strong with the good friend, then go back again to uh, his wife, trying uh, to cultivate metta for her. So in this way, go back and forth and because he was a diligent meditator because he put effort into his practice so with each day his metta practice became better with each day he was better able to cultivate metta for his life And then after about a week uh, in the interview he reported to Sayedol that now he was able to cultivate metta for his wife that um, he did not hate her anymore there was no more hate uh, for her and he said that she had become like a good friend or the metta um, was like the meta he had for his good friend, so that in his mind uh, he considered her no longer to be uh, a person he hated, but that actually she had become like a good friend.
1: Hello.
0: So this means that the dosa had been abandoned or removed from the heart and the mind and so there was no longer uh, a person uh, who is a hated person or an enemy and so for these two persons a good friend and the originally hated person so there was... The same level of meta for these two persons, because the concept of hated person uh, was is no longer there. So through the practice of meta meditation, a person one hates becomes. Um, a good friend or an enemy uh, becomes a very dear person. So now the meditators of the second retreat Um, change to this category of the person one hates enemy or disliked person Um, cultivate metta for such a person but if you do not have any person you dislike or if you don't have any person you hate or consider an enemy then uh, you may cultivate metta for all living beings so meaning in the sitting, meta for all beings, walking, general activities, meta for all beings.
1: Um,
0: however, when cultivating meta for all beings, um, it is better to do it in the way of the ten directions. Sayado explained that a few days ago. So, cultivating Metta for all beings in the ten directions, each direction first, and then having gone through the ten directions uh, to all beings, uh, wherever they are.
1: I do, I cannot know. Nobody will do,
0: So, please remember: um, if you are cultivating metta for a disliked person, person you hate, or an enemy, if you are not able to cultivate metta for this person, then go back to a good friend for a person for whom it's easy to cultivate metta. Make the metta strong, then switch back to the disliked person. If again it doesn't go well, you cannot do it. Go back to the good friend, make the metta strong, and again switch back. So, in the same way as he instructed uh, Uvimala Ramzi to practice.
1: Thank you.
0: And for how long then should one cultivate metta for this disliked person? One should cultivate it until the notion of disliked person or person one hates or enemy is no longer there, until this person has become a good friend. Another point that Sayadaw wants to stress is the following. In the case of Uvimala Ramsey, he had the experience that his body, or the form of his body, disappeared, and it felt like his mind merged with his good friend, who was the object of his meta meditation. And so, in that experience of uh, Uvimala Ramses' mind merging with uh, his friend's uh, body. Um, this is, or um, this is, its experience of the mind being completely absorbed in one's object of meditation, and this complete absorption in the other person who is the object of one's meditation this is jhana absorption
1: and
0: when one's mind is completely absorbed in one's object of one's meditation, the other person, the good friend. So this is absorption or ekagata. And in this state of one-pointed absorption, there can arise joy and rapture. This is pity. And there arises happiness, peacefulness. This is sukha and so this means one has attained the jhana so please understand if you practice attentively and diligently then you are able to attain
1: the jhana
0: so the actual practice um, cultivating metta that's the cause and the experience of the jhana is the effect So, if one practices diligently with uh, the right effort, then one will attain the jhana as a natural result. So, there is no need to long for the jhana or to hope to attain the jhana. Medha. So when one practices diligently and carefully then when the metta becomes stronger with that also uh, the joy, the rapture, the happiness, the peacefulness becomes stronger and with more diligent practice then um, the rapture, the joy become even stronger and also the happiness and peacefulness uh, will also become stronger. So please understand that metta is a dhamma which is able to bring peace and happiness into your life so please make metta uh, a very good friend and always live with metta dwell in metta and always cultivate practice metta So may all of you, by diligently cultivating metta, practicing metta, become virtuous people full of peace and happiness. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and
1: Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org